Welcome to the Table Talk with Tati podcast. Today we are joined by now two-time guest and my own visual brand designer, Jasmine Easter. Jasmine is a mom, website designer, and strategist passionate about rebranding women-led service-based businesses so they can sell confidently and authentically online with clean feminine design. Five years as a designer, she's worked with tons of women to help them get clear and implement a digital presence that allows them to connect with their ideal client, position themselves as an expert, and boost brand recognition by establishing a cohesive identity. In today's episode, Jasmine and I break down what I like to call a digital visual ecosystem. We discuss why having a visual presence benefits your personal brand, how your social media presence works hand in hand with your website, and much more. It's a good one, y'all. Let's dive in. It's Natasha Tati Weston, entrepreneur, content creator, and three times best-selling author. Let's scratch the titles. I'm just the girl next door. If you follow me on social media, you know I'm all about being an open book, bringing current events from the real world and my world to the table to give my sisters from other misters insight, wisdom, and real talk about life, business, and all that other ish. The reason I created Table Talk with Tati is because I spent the last decade, mostly online talking to people, more specifically millennial women all around the world about the ups and downs that come with building a brand, being a mom, and having a personal life. And what I eventually realized was that we all have many of the same questions, curiosities, and challenges. So here we are. On the Table Talk with Tati podcast, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and I'm pretty sure we'll be pouring it up together on many occasions. It's about time that you got a relatable, unapologetic view on life as a creative living in the 21st century. On this show, you'll hear from some of my close friends, family, and guests that I've learned a thing or two from over the last decade. Get ready for some ahas, mm-hmms, and yes, girls, because at this table, nothing, and I mean nothing, is off limits. Be sure to subscribe to the Table Talk with Toddy podcast right now on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. Welcome to the show, Jasmine. Thank you so much for taking some time out today to hang out with me. I mean, I hate to think I'm your favorite person to talk to, but I kind of love talking to you. So (laughs) welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited. Awesome. Now, y'all. Jasmine is no newbie to the podcast. Jasmine is actually like a OG OG of Table Talk with Toddy. I believe her episode was episode 17 back in 2017. Yes, yes, 2017. So it's been a while since she's been on the show, but Jasmine and I have not fallen short on words because her and I talk, rather it be through email, Instagram, all that good jazz consistently. Actually, I'm one of Jasmine's clients. Can y'all be- listen? Jasmine started as my intern. However long ago, like even, okay, before 2017, because she was my intern before she came on the podcast and now I'm her client. So if that's not a testament, if you don't listen to anything else in this, on this whole podcast, that needs to be some motivation for your butt. Okay. Because (laughs) she started off as my intern and now I'm her client. Crazy, crazy, crazy. What could happen in a certain amount of time? 
So I invited Jasmine on the show today because during our last conversation in 2017, we talked about pretty much how she helps female entrepreneurs to build brilliant and beautiful brands through graphic and web design. Now, although Jasmine is still somewhat doing that, a lot has transitioned in her life, as it is, you know, with all of us. So today we're going to have a slightly different conversation discussing how to pretty much build a winning visual brand and website in our current society. We're going to dive into what you can do to create a winning visual, what I like to call ecosystem for your personal brand. Now, y'all know I'm like the queen of personal branding. I could talk about it in my sleep. I could talk about it with my eyes crossed, my legs crossed, everything. Like I just love personal branding. And I always tell people, it doesn't matter if you're an actual business owner or just someone in corporate America, you have a personal brand and it is critical that you be more intentional with it. So growing up, fun fact, fun story. I love to throw in story times in every episode because... I just like to tell y'all my business for some strange reason. (laughs) But growing up, my mom used to drill in us the phrase, keep your house in order. Actually, I think we also used to sing about it in church. Basically saying, you know, when Jesus comes back, we need to make sure we're right with him. That was like a story they drilled in us in church. So today I want to talk about how important it is for us to be more intentional with getting our house in order, aka our personal brands, and how they are being portrayed visually both on and offline. But before we dive too deep into this conversation, Jasmine, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know, have a clue who you are and bring us up to speed with what you've been up to since we last spoke on the podcast in 2017? Yes, yes. First of all, that intro was amazing. Uh, (laughs) But um, so right now I'm in the space where I am doing rebranding for women leading service based businesses who are ready to sell confidently online with clean and feminine design. Um, I'm also the host of my own podcast where I'm giving all the visual brand tips and tea, the brand blueprint with Jasmine Easter on Apple, Spotify, um, will be on my website, all that good stuff. I have been through so many, you know, changes and transitions. I have like my signature service now, uh, you know, going all the way from brand strategy all the way to full website design and collateral, which is what we're doing for you. And I'm super excited (laughs) to see, you know, and launch everything that we've been working on. But yes, that is essentially it, you know, just kind of refined what exactly it was that I was offering, throwing some more strategy into it, um, because a lot of us are just throwing things up, putting things together with no real intention behind it. Right. Because the truth is, while good design and visuals are important, if there's no intention, it's a waste. Yes. So, yeah. And, I mean, we'll dive into that today, too. But, yes, that's what's really been going on with me in the past couple of years. So Beautiful. So, Jasmine is someone that, even though... The, our relationship started opposite. Like I told y'all, she was my intern and I was, you know, giving her stuff to do. It's now the opposite way um, as far as our relationship. We both learn from each other, obviously, in different ways. But Jasmine is really an expert in what she does. And like she just mentioned, she's actually revamping my entire visual brand. I'm so appreciative for her expertise because y'all know I've been building my own website since the beginning of freaking time. And... Even though I do, I'm, I'm blessed to have a visual eye, 
I've been able to identify that as far as website design, just because I know how to do it does not mean I can do it strategically and for it to get me the results that I ultimately need for my personal brand. I'm extra lucky because Jasmine has had a very close insight to my transition. Jasmine pretty much start when I started really being intentional with my personal brand, she was the one that was there to kind of guide me with what to put out there visually. And that's why now our relationship is where it's at. I, I trust her with everything. Like she literally, like, I can't wait for y'all to see the website. I literally spent four hours on the phone with her last Saturday and the amount of wisdom and insight that she gives me, the questions that she asks that I don't even think about is more of the reason why I'm so glad that she's in my, on my team. Um, because you just need people to actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> that's very <laughs> important. And that's why I wanted to get her on the podcast because although I am not in the whole coaching space anymore, I do think that this podcast is a great opportunity for me to give you guys insight into conversations that I have with my team about my own personal brand. I think that's what makes being here special. So with with us being online and it being so many of us, I mean, there are a million and one web designers out here. There are a million and one influencers. Gosh, influencers are just everywhere. Yes. Um, with there being so many photographers, makeup artists, personal chefs, nail artists, it's very important for us to continue to find a way to start taking our social media interactions to a more permanent home a.k.a. our websites. Um, when I think about how we grow our brands nowadays, my mind tends to translate how we operate as a digital ecosystem. Now, let me tell y'all right up, right now, straight up, that I am no science geek. As a matter of fact, we Jasmine and I talked before we got on about global warming and stuff, and I told her, I wish I had paid more attention in science. <laughs> <laughs> but when I do think about how we're growing our brands nowadays, it's super convenient ultimately is really easy. So let's first define what an ecosystem is. Um, I Googled it because I Google everything. And <laughs> it's a biological community of interacting organisms and their physical environment. So our online ecosystem is essentially combined of our social media presence, our website, which is those are our environments, and the people who interact with us on a day-to-day -day basis which are our followers, a.k.a. our organisms. And what happens with organisms? They grow, right? So your visuals are what attracts these organisms to your physical environments. And when they engage, when your website is beautiful, when it has strategy, when the copy is right, guess what? It multiplies. It translates into sales. It translates into opportunities. It translates into more followers. It translates into more engagement, right? People talk about you, they refer you to others. So I noticed, and I know I was doing this as well, so many people focus on pushing out content on social media, but they tend to forget to not put as much energy into where they're pushing people to, right? Jasmine, I know you see this all the time. People just posting, 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 but they have no call to action to point them to their website. You mm -hmm. click on the link in their bio and it's not really a link to any website. And you're like, okay, where do I go next? I really love what this person just posted, but how do I engage with them further? So Jasmine, because this is your area of expertise, can you tell us why having a visual ecosystem is important for someone who has a personal brand? 
Yes, you hit on a lot of good points. So here's the thing. So many people are, like you said, creating all of this content um, on these platforms that, again, are not ours. People interact with you. You have these personal brands and things like that. And they get to know you and they like you and they trust you. And then when they're ready to do more, you're not giving them any guided direction on what they need to do. And even if you do give them the guided direction of sending them to your website, they get to the website and there's no strategy to, you know, help the people out. There was a time a couple months ago where I was doing like website audits, right? And it was literally as simple as people having their email list at the very bottom of their website Hmm. so that people were not like them moving it up and them getting more leads just because it wasn't at the very bottom in the footer of their website. Or basic, basic is having a button in the header. So many of us are not even thinking about the client journey. We're just throwing things together and we're leaving money on the table. (laughs) So much money. Um, When it comes to creating like a winning visual system, the first very first priority is literally thinking about who your audience is and what their client journey is like. Right. So figuring out, okay, who is the person I'm targeting? And I mean, really deep diving there, thinking about, you know, the kind of things that they like, the kind of stores that they shop at, the way that they speak, um, you know, really attracting and getting to know who your idol client is. And then thinking about the journey that it would take for them to go from follower or interaction to a client. Right. Right. So um, getting them on the website, but not telling them who you are, what you do, immediately as soon as they get there which is considered the above the fold above the fold is literally like what's on your screen when you first land on someone's website before you do any scrolling um not telling people who you are what you do who you serve and then giving them a button to get there you're just leaving so much on the table it's kind of like people don't understand like especially now with social media like yo we're lazy (laughs) we're lazy we are not trying i'm not about to do no deep dive through your website to try to figure out who you are and what you do i'm just not Mm -hmm. you know and so like we're not cultivating an environment once we get the people off this off of our social media platforms that is going to make people like and trust us because if you cultivate that like and trust on social media but then you send them to a place where they don't feel like you put the attention or you put Um, the details and they can't buy from you or they can't communicate with you or go further in the relationship now you have a client that's stuck okay so with that being said I like to think that social media and our websites they should work as a team Mm -hmm. so when I post on Instagram nine times out of ten there is always going to be some type of cta which for those of you who aren't familiar that's a call to action it's click the link in my bio subscribe to my email list go click the button and like my youtube video whatever the case may be i'm always telling them what to do next so can you share with us maybe one or two things on how we should be using social media visually to lead people to our websites Definitely. So I would say some of the main things, let's just use Instagram as an example, because I feel like Instagram is a perfect app to talk about visual strategy because, I mean, it's all pictures. Yeah. Um, creating consistency in the visuals. 
creating some cohesiveness, right? So when people go to your feed, if it looks all over the place because you use 5011 filters, that's not going to help, you know, a person see you as professional. The thing that helps people see us see people as brands, the things that help set you apart from the rest is consistency. So using if you're cre- if you're posting quotes and stuff like that or tips or whatever kind, you need to have a template so that there's some kind of visual consistency. People need need to be able to see the kind of things that you're posting and automatically associate that with your brand. Right. Like when I see your brand, when I see you, I already know that peak. I know that that's you. Ah! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you have to be able to, so like someone should be scrolling and being like, oh, that's definitely her because you're using the same kind of fonts. You're using the same kind of colors. So you have to be super consistent in that area to even build a brand that can build the brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then also even without adding the graphics and things like that, Picking a filter, like sticking to one kind of filter and using that for all your pictures to create some cohesiveness. Because if you think about the Instagrams that we like or the people that we're like attracted to online, I mean, messaging, their messaging is a part of it. Mm-hmm. But like, we love a good looking feed. Yeah, you know? absolutely. We love like our brains are literally wired to look for consistency. We're wired to look for consistency. You know what I mean? Our I feel like as humans, we are naturally gravitated to things that freaking look good. Like, I know me. I'll literally... You could probably be, like, the best freaking copywriter in America. And if I go on your page and, like, your page is all over the place. Oh, another thing. If your page is, like, just filled up with random quotes from random people, it has just... Like, nothing about it looks authentic. I am going to the next copywriter. Period, point blank, the end. Like, so consistency straight across the board is a, it, it, it's go, what's going to attract people to you, but it's also what's going to keep people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's very important. And I think, you know, I hear people say all the time, well, I don't have a, an eye for visuals. I'm not a visual person. I'm just like, yeah, I get that, but hire somebody that can. You know what I mean? And I think that's where you come into place on my team because although I do have a visual eye, I'm very blessed to have one. There's just certain things that I don't know. For example, like you mentioned, you know, cohesiveness and colors and having templates so everything just kind of flows easy with the eye. You had to pretty much, you've been doing like my brand style guides for God knows how long. And that just makes it easier that if you don't have a visual eye, it makes it easier for you to remain consistent. Um, yeah. So your brand style guide, and we're going to like double back on something else that you said too, but the brand style guide is literally just a guide for your brand's visuals. A lot of people overthink it and try to make it this super complicated thing that it's, it's just not. Um, it's literally, and it can be the most basic of basic, but it is literally just something to give the visual components of your brand a job so outlining what the colors are putting the hex code which is like a six-digit code so that you get the same colors every single time Mm -hmm. putting the brand font so choose one font for your header one font for the body stick to that if you have photos photography that looks like a certain style putting those in the guide um if you have templates like quote templates or whatever, you know, to post on social media, putting that in the guide so that you literally have a document to guide you on how to use your stuff. Right. 
consistently. And I'll double back on what I wanted to double back on with you saying like people not having a visual eye and using that. And I'm going to say this word, using that as an excuse to not be consistent on social media, because there are plenty of people who have trash visuals, (laughs) but just the fact that they're consistent with it. Sometimes it's not even about it looking good. It's literally just about the consistency. Mm -hmm. That person who doesn't necessarily have the cutest graphics, but she uses green as her background every single time. And you're like, oh, that green I already associate with her brand. Right. How does you, me, your brand, and my brain sound? To me, sounds like pure magic. It's no secret that I hung up my coaching hat about a year ago. And since then, I continue to find myself behind the scenes answering questions and helping creative women and business owners troubleshoot their brand's content. I wanted to find a way to continue serving in this space during my coaching retirement. So I'm excited to introduce to you the Createcation VIP Day. During this two-hour creative content date, we will be able to sit down and actually strategize and create your content. I'll bring my laptop and all of my video and audio equipment so that we don't just make plans for your next YouTube video, podcast episode, or Instagram picture, but we can actually create it together. If this sounds like music to your ears, let's make it happen. Visit natashaweston.com forward slash createcation for more information and to select your date and time. Now back to the show. It's like training the eye, you know what I mean? Like yes. if you, if you, that's like, if we keep seeing something pop up on our timeline that looks the same, feels the same, has the same vibe, nine times out of 10, it's not going to bother us. Right. No matter, even if the font is trash or if ultimately overall from a, from someone that has a visual eye, if it's not the best design, it's not going to bother us as much because it's consistent. Like we like to feel we like things to feel familiar whether we actually know that person or not so when we consistently yes. see something that's visually consistent the chances of us engaging are very very high literally yes. very high so that kind of brings me into my next point about and I guess I don't know if we really talked about this but y'all know Jasmine is kind of like over my whole visual aspect as far as like my website my logo my color scheme like everything visual jasmine has built herself i had nothing to do with that (laughs) just to put that out there um but jasmine also helps me to know what types of photos to take especially for my website so i feel like this is also important because some people just do photo shoots and they don't have a strategy behind those shoots so can you kind of bring us, give us some insight also, just in a nutshell, because I'm going to bring Kristen on the show as well. Uh, we're going to dive more deeper into how to plan out a photo shoot. So can you just kind of tell us how you play into planning out um, pictures as far as visual pictures and how those play into a website? Man, pictures are so freaking important when it comes to your visual brand and a lot of people and it's even more important now because it's like you can get a good quality picture like literally from your phone right Mm -hmm. so um when you're someone like it's obvious who doesn't invest in their pictures and people don't want to invest in people who don't invest in themselves first of all so invest in the pictures (laughs) for your website and your social media Um, And literally the reason that even became a part of my process was because I was noticing that so many people were coming to me with photos that 
totally didn't necessarily make sense. Um, it was like, we're going to do a photo shoot for the website, blah, blah, blah. And then you come back to me with a headshot. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with this for the entire website? <laughs> you can't you come back to me with like basically selfies and like mini headshots. So when it comes to social media, when it comes to planning a photo shoot that's literally in line and strategic with your brand, you have to think one about your target audience, right? What are the things that they like and what are the things that you like that are going to connect the two of them, the two of you guys? And also thinking about things that will, if, if you're a service-based person or I guess even a product-based person, thinking about the things that you do that's going to position you as an expert. So it's just kind of like thinking about things in detail outside of just you. Mm-hmm. Things about Thinking about things that are going to showcase your personality, right? So thinking about a flat lay with the kind of products are things that are going to interest your audience. Maybe it's an off-guard shot of you drinking coffee because you're an entrepreneur that works from home that you know your audience can connect with Starbucks. But even outside of the type of shot, also thinking about having a shot with you know extra space at the top so that you can write text in it or space to the left you can have text for your website and not having to edit it because you know websites are horizontal and you know the mobile experience is vertical so you kind of need shots that can be used for both experiences but I think start the starting point is like I said identifying what is going to resonate with the audience and then also thinking about the things that you feel best showcase you as an expert in that industry so for me for example right i'm brand and website designer so i obviously need pictures of me on the computer Mm -hmm. everything does not need to be a smiling headshot of me because like you need to show pictures of you working pictures of you in the environment if you're someone who meets face-to-face with clients pictures of you meeting with that client showing their reaction you know showing that experience um showcasing and detailing your process flat ways that can be used on instagram that could be a call to action to to a product or to your service and just thinking through a photo shoot in those kind of ways outside of just showcasing you right very true and and by the way you guys everybody's picture should not be of you drinking coffee i hate (laughs) and i hate to use that word when I see somebody drinking coffee and it has nothing to do with who they are and how they show up in other people's yes. lives. You know what I mean? So that's a visual that won't work for you, sis. Leave it alone. You know what right. I mean? If you're a podcaster, maybe you should like, and I know this is me. I need pictures of me recording a podcast, like I period, like, because that's what I do. So, yes. and one thing that Jasmine is working with me with and that she's helped with because I was doing photo shoots and I wasn't really thinking about my website. And how she said websites are horizontal. So now when Kristen and I shoot, Kristen is very intentional on making sure I have shots that are horizontal where there's room for copy and text when Jasmine puts it on the website. So that's how your photos and your websites should work together, right? Everything has to make sense. But it goes back to having a strategy. And before you can have a strategy, there are some things that you need to consider, which Jasmine kind of highlighted. And I'm telling y'all, she's been asking me questions that have not only been beneficial for my website build, but also beneficial for my client experience. Um, I actually just onboarded a new client even before I have officially launched anything and I was able to use Jasmine and I's strategy session some of the questions she asked me in that questionnaire to my new client and it's going to help that experience to be better so again you guys this goes into if you're not good at something hire someone that is 
That's yeah. the bottom line here because you'll end up spinning spinning your wheels. You'll end up kicking out unnecessary money just trying to figure it out. And I know that we're all trying to save money and allocate it in different ways. But when it comes to something that's going to give you a return on investment like your website, I just feel like it needs to be done right. Now, there is a difference between, you know, if you're just starting out, if you're on your first, I'll say few years of building your brand or whatever, you're still trying to figure out who you are and what you're trying to do. I'm all for the DIY route. I did it myself. But I do think once you have identified how you add value to other people's lives, invest in that website because I like to think about it as like our online home. You know what I mean? If your home is not prepared to accept guests, then guess what? Nobody's coming to visit you. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody is coming to visit you. And I don't care how many times you invite them to your home online, a.k.a. through social media. If your home is nasty, if your bathroom ain't clean, you know, the things that our mamas (laughs) used to get on us about, then people are going to exit left. They're going to leave. And not only are they going to leave, but they're going to tell people how nasty your house was. Right. (laughs) That's like that's literally what happens. So I do think that, you know, although you may hear different stories of, you know, website isn't critical. It's not important. That is not true. It's just not true. So I wanted to invite Jasmine on today. She gave us a lot of tips, y'all. Y'all actually got a lot of what I got in our session. So thank you, Jasmine. (laughs) you're the best i am out here to make websites look better whether it be through the work or through the tips yes because we cannot keep leaving money and experience on the table because even outside of them outside of the money Mm -hmm. just like you said like someone comes to your house and it's not clean they're going to talk about you Mm -hmm. once someone when i go to a bad website i usually don't go back (laughs) <laughs> period because it's like you feel like it's no if this is bad then my experience with that person or that product is going to be the same thing right or that person doesn't take their business as seriously mm-hmm. because there's tons of ways that you can get a website you know on the like a like a template you know what I'm saying buying a template or something like that or even some using something like Squarespace where Squarespace is so minimal it's honestly kind of like hard to mess up yeah um you know what I'm saying so it's like it may not be the cutest and like fanciest, but at least it'll be clean and organized. Right. Um, but it's like, yo, if you go to a website and it's all over the place, I can't really take you seriously because I feel like you don't take yourself seriously. Right. It's like the website is like the bare minimum. And if you don't get that right, sis, then how, how am I like what confidence are you putting in me to even invest in you? Right. And that's the beauty of like websites are, are there are 24 seven salespeople yep right they're selling for us even when we can't and what do you want that what do you want that salesperson to say about you Mm -hmm. you have to think about that you know when you're creating the site and creating it based on goals and audience i'm gonna say that again goals and your audience because a lot of people are also creating things that are just for them personally Mm -hmm. and what they personally like versus the things that are going to really connect them with the people who they're trying to sell to. Right. Very true. And that was something that I had to learn like the hard way. Like in the beginning, there was a time where I felt I could not have pink in my brand because too many people did. <laughs> too many people had, you know, a pink in their branding. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm going to not do that because I'm doing the opposite thing, even though that is the color that resonates with my audience the most. 
Right. When I changed into working as my name as Jasmine Easter versus working for as Digital Lucy, I like went through this thing and I'm like, yo, like I need to work as myself. Mm-hmm. And for one, pink is my favorite color, but also it's it's the color that resonates with my audience the most. I'm out here selling to women in service-based businesses who are looking for clean and feminine branding. So it's like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with using that color. So I feel like you have to really, really learn and do a deep dive into your audience and what you're offering before you create any visuals. I think that's part of the problem too, is that we're so busy just trying to put things out Mm -hmm. that we're lacking on the strategy side. Very true. And the strategy holds so much weight. Like, it, and it makes your processes so much smoother because you know why you're creating a visual and you know how you want that visual to translate. Rather, it's your pictures on social media, rather, it is at your next photo shoot, rather, it is your website. Those things need to translate the right way. And strategy is the foundation for that. So, Ultimately, what I want you guys to remember and take away is that no matter what people tell you, you are being judged by how you look. And that's not just you as the person. That's your website. That's your visual presence online. That's that ecosystem that we talked about earlier. So make sure that you're making a good first impression. And what I want to leave you guys with is that Your people online could be anywhere in the world, right? They could go on anybody's website. They can connect with anybody on Instagram, but they chose your home. They chose your ecosystem. They chose your website. So think about why should they come into your home? And if you can't answer that question, then nine times out of 10, maybe your visuals are off. Maybe your ecosystem is missing something, or maybe you need to hire a Jasmine, you know, get you a Jasmine in your life because because she's helping me out. She's taking a lot of weight off of me to even have to think about those things. And even when she makes me think about things, they're not just beneficial to my website and my visual, the visual aspect of my brand. But it's going to help my client experience. It's going to help my end goal ultimately. And that's what um, is super duper important. So Jasmine, is there are there any last tips that you would like to share with the listeners? I would say outside of focusing on that strategy, really just do some research. Do some research. Don't rush it. Just do research on what the people who are considered industry experts are. Mm-hmm. see what they're doing that's working see what your goals are and try to marry those together in order to create the right kind of visuals very true you she- think about your audience and the brands that they like the places that they shop and compare those visuals in order to get a better idea of where you're lacking and then go from there and then start creating use templates there's nothing wrong with using templates especially if you're not an expert like Go on a website like Creative Market. They have plenty of templates on Canva, like Canva templates that you could use, you know, to get your stuff a lot more cohesive and off the ground and then go from there. Y'all, y'all getting some tips that we pay for over here in these streets. So y'all need (laughs) to take advantage. So thank you again, Jasmine, for joining us today. This is refreshing because even though I'm not in this whole space anymore where I'm like coaching people, 
I think people still come to this podcast for this type of information. So I wanted to bring you on since you're actually on my team, y'all. She actually is doing my new website. And so I trust her 100%. And I think that's what kind of makes this show special to me because I only really invite people that I know firsthand know what they're talking about. And Jasmine is one of those people who y'all have seen grow with me. We've grown together and she just knows her. She just knows her stuff. So um, (laughs) thank you again for just taking some time away from your beautiful child and your busy business and everything to um, just share some insight with us, some tips, some tricks, some knowledge. So I know there's probably someone listening right now who wants to work with you. Can you tell us how we can learn more about your services and how uh, we can connect with you? Yes. So you can go to my website, jasmineaster.com or uh, Instagram, Twitter at jasmineaster underscore because someone took my full name. (laughs) She's salty, y'all. Can't you tell? (laughs) Look, you got a last name like Easter and people are out here with the handle of Jasmine Easter. I don't understand. And have zero (laughs) followers and not using the picture, not using the profile at all. Right. Last post was 2015, but it's okay. Oh, God. Yes, yeah, so Jasmine Easter underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. Website is jasmineaster.com. And the podcast is Jasmine. No, it's not. It's the brand <laughs> blueprint with the Jasmine Easter. So, yes, I'm really excited to connect with you guys. And also, just want to throw this out there. If anyone's like interested or needs like some tips, you know, anyone has some DIY stuff and they kind of are like curious. Um, you can also like just shoot me a DM. I'll give you feedback. I have no issue doing that. So yeah. Yeah, she's a gem. And oh, and by the way, you can type Jasmine Easter in in the pod in Apple Podcasts and her podcast will pop up. FYI. So um yeah, go check out her podcast. It's plenty more of where our conversation comes from. Um, she gives some great tips over there. Go on her Instagram page. She she gives some great tips over there as well. And so yeah, I'm excited about everyone here in this episode. You dropped some great tips. Thank you guys for listening. If you're an oldie but a goodie, thank you for coming back. Make sure you share this episode with someone. Make sure you guys subscribe and please. And I feel like I've been begging y'all lately, but please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and on our Facebook page. It's going to help us to spread the word. It's going to help this information and get out to more people and translate into more value. So I love you guys for listening, for supporting. And until the next episode, I will talk to you soon.